Hey everyone, we've recorded this one on Juneteenth, so our community is setting off some fireworks and stuff. It might show up in our audio a little bit, we tried our best to get them out. But if you hear any pops or crackles or anything, that's why it's happening. We tried our best. Sorry about that one. Have a good one. I was trying to make you feel better and you hit me in the head. Now there's a bump on my head. It looks like a dinosaur egg. If that dinosaur hatches, people are going to think I'm some <laughs> sort of prehistoric gentleman bird. This is episode 29 of They're All Going to Laugh at Him. I'm Alex Sprague. And I'm Jess Geyer. 29! Yeah, it's pretty we're, good. We're almost halfway there. Yeah, we. tomorrow will be the halfway mark. Um, and this is a nice little uh, divot before the halfway mark of, uh, you know, how comedies can go. Because uh, we watched Strange Wilderness today, and it's not a good movie. This is a podcast where we're watching all 60 Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler adjacent movies in a row every day, and we're podcasting about it. Why? It's to see if Adam Sandler deserves all the hate. And in this movie, where Adam Sandler doesn't really show up, I'm, I'm just wishing there was someone like that in it. That's that's all I gotta say about this one. Kind of wish yeah. there was uh, someone else telling them to make a better movie. To be fair to this movie, I think this movie set out and it did exactly what it intended to do. It was a stupid stoner movie. It was fine for what it was. I disagree in general. Like, it wasn't, it, it didn't even have much of a plot. Um, a lot of its jokes kind of fell through. There's a ton more stoner movies that are good compared to this. They kind of just, I mean, whatever, ad-lib stuff, uh, they have a lot of funny people involved in this, but every single person in this movie has been in a funner, f- more funny stoner movie than this one. Like, Steve Zahn did Saving Silverman, Jonah Hill did Super Bad, Kevin Heffernan did Super Trooper, er, Troopers, and uh, was the the beer one. Beer, the Beer Olympics movie. I don't yeah, know what I know what you're called. talking about. <laughs> Justin Long did uh, the the movie where they went to college with Jonah Hill too. Like those are all stoner comedies, basically that came out in this era, and they did every part of it better. Like, yeah, I didn't say that this was a good movie. Yeah, but you said that they they did what they intended, and I don't think they went out and were like, let's just make a fucking pretty shit movie. They probably were like, we can make something at least pretty funny. Yeah, you know, they might have been trying to intend it as like a cult classic or something. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's it's more up the alley of Dude, Where's My Car? That movie is ten times better than this movie. When's the last time you saw it? Like three years ago. Okay. Like, everything the Broken Lizard's ever done is... At least ten times better than this movie, too. That's like, like comparing freaking the guy who wrote Jack Reacher to Shakespeare. Not fair. I mean, Bad comparison. Literally, people from Broken Lizard helped in this. And Broken Lizard only made, like, three good movies, is what I'm saying. Like, Super Troopers 2 fucking sucks. Doesn't, doesn't mean that this movie was good. And Shakespeare's a co-writer on She's All That. Sometimes the mighty fall. But what I'm saying is, like, I, I think you're unfairly giving them points for the fact that this movie doesn't even string together a plot. Like, 
Yeah. Well, Alex, let's flip this aside. How many times did you laugh? I laughed 33 times. And I gotta say, they they came all from basically uh, character work by the individuals for the most part, with a little bit for that uh, last gag that we'll get to. <laughs> and I think that like when you're making a movie that has nothing... <laughs> What? I'm sorry, oh, thinking I'm of thinking of Peter Dante in the seal costume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when when it comes down to, like, straight-up comedy stuff, I don't know. Like, I had a lot of little chuckles. I laughed pretty well at uh, the ending and, like, one or two scenes. But, like, I don't know. It just it, it didn't get me there. It, it's sad, considering how excited you were. When we talked about Strange Wilderness last. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I disliked it so much, too, is because there's so much good talent. And they, like, literally, they could have put them in a room and had them ad-lib, um, which they prove at the end of the movie, I think. And they didn't do it. Mm. And I think that would have been a great movie. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the, the interesting thing about this, I think we should mention beforehand, is this idea came from the writer and director... Uh, Fred Wolf and Peter Galk, Galky. who would, Galky, who would uh, dub over wilderness uh, stuff like videos of animals with funny things, which is a really funny genre of like YouTube video. I love that stuff. Yeah, I, I don't really, but <laughs> I find it really funny. Um, I'm thinking of a video like it right now, and I'm laughing. And it was just actually pictures of sharks. It wasn't even a wilderness video. <laughs> and it's it, it's fine like to do it it's kind of just like a, a version of shit posting in my mind but they went to try to turn it into a movie um and i feel like they really wasted so many pe- funny people's time writing jokes that are below them for them there you know? were some really stupid jokes in it that like lasted way too long and you know like Jonah Hill's way funnier than some of the shit they made him say. Yeah, I just think it didn't pull off in general. If anyone's wondering, I lost my train of thought there really hard because they're setting off fireworks outside and we had to stop recording like six times. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to continue on. It's a one-star Sandlayer movie because it was made by Happy Madison. It also kind of co-stars Alan Covert, who's, you know, a big Happy Madison person. I have a feeling that his fingers are a lot more on this movie than Adam Sandler's are, but... You know, we watched it. We're going to record a podcast about it. Yeah. And I, I do think that it does say something about the oeuvre, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate pronouncing it like that because that's not how it's pronounced in French. But, you know, when in Rome. Um, yeah. Can I guess at how much the critics rated it? Yeah. I think everyone hated it. Um, I think that uh, critics probably rated it in the... Tens to teens, and audience probably rated it in the thirties. You're kind of close. Audiences have thirty five, but uh, critics gave it a two percent. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I don't know. Like the animal was also really, really bad. Uh-huh. You're gonna say this is you know that much worse than the animal. The animal is going to be my comparison for these ratings for literally everything because that movie hoof hoof rough that's all. 
Yeah. And I like yeah, it's bad. Um I don't think it's crazy to have a 2% on this. I think 35% is closer to what reality should say. And then like there for 80 minutes of comedy, there's worse things to watch. I could see myself putting this on at like a party just to have as background noise or something or to make out a make a drinking game out of. I can see something like that. Yeah, like I would have watched it with roommates back in the day. Yeah. And it would have been fine. Um, but like let's uh let's just start with recap so we can uh get into it. Yeah. Uh Peter Galky, played by Steve Zahn, is the host of the show Strange Wilderness, a Steve Irwin type show he inherited from his father. He's not good at it, and neither is his mostly pothead crew. Unless they can pull something off in the next two weeks, the show will be canceled. Uh, but an old friend of his dad's, Bill, shows them pictures of Bigfoot, who apparently lives in South America, and offers to sell them the map to the cave for $1,000. But the problem is, they're broke. Uh, they hire a travel agent, though, Cheryl, who's played by Ashley Scott, and an animal handler, played by Kevin Heffernan. Uh, and they pack their bags into an RV with Alan Covert and Peter Dante, and they go on a road trip. And Justin Long's there and Jonah oh, Hill. that's right. Justin Long and Jonah Hill, too. There are a lot of people packing this RV. Sorry. Uh, none of whom are essential to the plot whatsoever. First, they go to Bill's cabin, where they learn that their show rival, Sky Pearson, has already bought the map. Uh, they were three days late because of a run of bad luck that included a shark attack. Uh, that we assume has killed Peter Dante at this point. Uh, they bring him to the hospital. Yeah, they bring him to the hospital, but they like outside bawling in the end. Anyway, but when Bill sees that Pearson had sex with his wife, he gives them a map that they print using camera surveillance footage, and he also sets them up with a world cra- world class tracker. But they'll have to pay the tracker five hundred dollars, which is another problem because they don't have money. Uh, but they do eventually make it down to the border after more mishaps. Uh, they end up taking a plane the rest of the way and meet up with Dick, who takes them to the tracker. Uh, the tracker, however, steals all their stuff and the map, but Cheryl gets it back for them. They come across Pearson's camp, where they've all been horrifically slaughtered. Uh, but instead of, like, leaving or anything, they just take all of their gear and their guns and find Bigfoot's cave. There, they are startled by Bigfoot and shoot and kill him. So they stage Bigfoot's suicide. They pretend like Bigfoot killed himself and (laughs) film the discovery, the fake discovery. And they lose their show uh, because that was awful. Uh, The movie ends like a year later. There's a weird framing device from the beginning to the end where Steve Zahn's on the phone, but that never comes into play. Um, Oh, um... When the show's canceled, they get into a big fight and the whole team breaks up. But uh, the movie ends when Steve Zahn sends in uh, footage for a shark show with a real shark attack footage where Peter Dante, who recovered by only having lost his leg in the shark attack previously, gets his hand bitten off by the same shark. Uh, or they say is the same shark. And uh, yeah, they get their show approved because people like shark attacks and Pearson is dead. The end. Yeah. And like one one change of this sh- movie, and it could have been a good. They should have they they made a big point that they lost a lot of their uh, people because they're on at three a.m. If they had changed the whole thing of like why they uh, were popular or why they lost popular to 
being on at like 3 a.m., but then they turn it into a weird stoner version of an animal show and got popular and they couldn't figure out why. And it's just like Justin's long hair, Justin Long's character getting high and watching it and laughing. <laughs> like, I think the ending of the show would have made sense. Yeah. Uh, or the movie. But like, they really just didn't frame anything good. No, I don't think that they had an ending planned for this yeah. movie. Let's I think talk about what the happened, actual ending. I think what happened it, is like they, it felt like it was filming too long, and then they realized they hadn't gotten to the part where they met Bigfoot yet. So they're like, "Okay, we're gonna kill Bigfoot," <laughs> or maybe that was planned all along. I don't know. And then they just well, had to like quickly wrap up. Okay, well, they don't film movies in chronological order, so I think they probably had the Bigfoot part done because that's where they spent more expense than most things wait are you telling me that they don't film movies in chronological order i knew that i don't know why i was thinking what i was thinking yeah well that's why i was like <laughs> that doesn't really strike true to me because alex i've they, lost they, brain they, cells from watching this movie i do have to admit they probably also hey they probably weren't in south america either i'll, wait, I'll let you know what um <laughs> that but, wasn't but Bigfoot? the whole thing was it, in California. <laughs> um, but the, the movie ends with them pitching this stuff to Jeff Garland. And then Jeff Garland is just like, I, I, let me let me find the quote. Because it's actually one of the funnier quotes in the movie. <laughs> There's some, like, thinking about some moments from this movie makes me laugh. And, yeah, it's it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, there's some... Uh, like actual funny stuff, but they kind of didn't give it space like they should have. Yeah. And that's what really uh messed up. Honestly, I, I wish Jeff Garland's character wasn't more. He was like a TV producer who was telling them like the stuff they couldn't put on. And if after every like 15 minutes, they cut to them talking to Jeff Garland and them being like, what the hell are you sending me? This isn't even a wilderness show anymore. Like and getting angry. It would have been like a pretty funny a bit you're right because the funniest parts for me were the the dubbed over wilderness bits because like i said that kind of stuff makes me laugh anyway i know you said it's not your type of humor but that does it 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 gets me right in the funny bone giving that room to breathe i think you're right would have been better a better idea i i don't care if it's like there like i don't think it's I will say the the worst piece of humor that people try to tell me is funny is the the bad ad libbing, the bad uh, lip Mouth reading ring. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is yeah. the absolutely worst comedy form of all time, and I will take no questions on that. <laughs> this part where they're doing a faux and so there's two things they do. One is where they're just saying animal facts that are untrue, like. Bear was named after the Chicago football team. <laughs> and that that has some humor to it. I like that. And then they have the stuff where it's just them, like, kind of making noises behind animals and stuff. <laughs> and, like, having a zebra zebra yell, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, while he gets eaten. Yeah, I, I don't that really was find a that stupid funny. one. That was a stupid one. I like the, the fake animal facts. Like, sharks are only found yeah. in two places. The northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere. That's funny. The, yeah, the making fun of animal stuff is great. The the ad-libbing what, what the sharks would be saying in this scene is very boring. With the one exception being the guy making, just laughing <laughs> because the shark has funny teeth. Like, that's that was good. <laughs> but just because shark has funny teeth. Oh. Um, 
And if they kept it up with like, you know, like, you know, this shark has eaten 14 people and blah, 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 and gone on more. And then it goes to Jeff Garn being like, do you have any proof that this shark ate anyone? And then he'd be like, well, like, it kind of looks mean, right? And then like they do some stuff like that. Like, it would have been a very funny way to pull it in. Um, instead, they just kind of didn't didn't do much with it. Yeah. And it ends with Jeff Garland just literally saying, like, well, fuck it, you guys get a show because the other guy's dead anyway. And then they all start laughing, and it just <laughs> breaks the fourth wall, and they just, like, kind of, like, wave it off, and that's the end of the movie. And I'm like, obviously, they're kind of just making shit up on the fly here, but you could have done so much more then if you are willing to be that, like, silly with it. Yeah, they could have even filmed bloopers as part of the wilderness show, you know? Yeah, right? Like, if you're doing it as a show, or you're breaking fourth wall, either way, do it. Don't don't fake it, you know? Or don't half-ass it. In addition to this, they had scenes in the movie that they should have cut. This this movie needed needed, number one, a little bit more writing. And then some of the stuff that they did write in was really... I, I think... More Stupid. or less writing, just not the same amount of writing. Yes, yeah, so whatever. You let them ad lib more because they're funny people. That's great. You give them a good script. That's great. What they did did not work. No, I'm thinking of the scene where the guy is honking the horn while they're trying to film the Beatle. I would have much rather seen yeah. the wilderness clip of the Beatle than the stupid honking scene where it's set up that Steve Zahn is racist. That's all. Yeah, they just like Steve's onto a racist accent. Was this originally planned for Rob Schneider? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But the the thing about that that uh, bugged me too is imagine that scene where the camera's focused on the Beatle, and you just hear like Steve <laughs> Zahn getting his ass kicked, and then they're like, "Yeah, I'm laughing about like, it. It's good, <laughs> Junior." Junior, <laughs> focus on Peter. What are you doing? He's like, this beetle's huge, dude. And like, like, like that, that would have been He's way trying funnier. to get the beetle high, you know, something like that. Yeah. It, uh, like him putting his camera down to like try to blow nitrous on the beetle <laughs> yeah. could have been the funniest shit. Like there's a lot of things they could have done well. And they kind of just weren't afraid to go in any direction. It also did feel like a couple of the char- like the actors were phoning it in a lot. Like, I honestly feel like Jonah Hill was phoning it in. Oh, yeah. Like, he... <laughs> the, the, the quote I started with is from him. And it's just obvious, like, <laughs> he's ad-libbing, but it makes no goddamn sense and he doesn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> like, there's a point where he's singing a song... And it's just about how his stepmom's a bitch, and so is his stepsister and his stepbrother, and they're all assholes, and it doesn't matter how loud he plays his music, he can play it as loud as he wants, <laughs> Ever, I don't care everyone... if you have sensitive hearing. Yeah. <laughs> like, some of that stuff was really funny. <laughs> like, it's obvious, though, like, Joe Hill just decided to, like, make a character with, like, a, a kind of hillbilly accent and that hated his stepmom and yeah. he's like i don't care where the plot goes that is what i'm doing yeah it was almost like i feel like it was an improv show because like kevin heffernan's character was just like i'm an auto mechanic who was an alcoholic <laughs> and now i'm going to be the animal handler and he just keeps bringing up his sobriety and stuff like yeah. but it doesn't mean anything like he doesn't even go through any like any issues from not drinking yeah he just suddenly isn't drinking 
And then Jonah Hill hits him in the balls, which is that's three laughs because there's three nut hits. The 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 parts that fell the flattest for me were those scenes, like I said, that felt more scripted, like the scene with the guy who's honking, and a yeah. lot of the jokes that felt like they were scripted in. The first one I'm thinking of is when they're interviewing all of the people after Kevin Heffernan. Mm-hmm. And they just say basically the same thing. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. Like they could have had some funny improv moments where they had like some weird candidates for the jobs or whatever, but they didn't do that. If they're going to be playing characters where Steve Zahn's character sucked in the entire movie, um, he wasn't really funny. Um, That that was really a big part of it. He was surrounded by, I think, six people who are just funnier than him. And I like Steve Zahn. He was great in Saving Silverman. He's, oh wow! What? I'm trying to remember what else he was in that I liked. I know there's more, right? Huh? Suburbia was was that the one I like him in? Yeah. Um. But anyway, you you can't have him. He's not straight. He's not the straight man in this. If he was, that'd be one thing. But he's trying to be funny, and at the same time, you have Jonah Hill and Justin Long and Alan Covert and Kevin Heffernan and Peter Dante, who are all funnier than him. Not being the lead people. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. let, let, let them do fine. Just be a straight man. Try to be Steve Irwin. And the other, the other two jokes that I thought were that came off not great was the dick joke. Like, just the constant string of j- dick jokes. Like, why, why that? Like, literally, the, yeah. the punchline was the word dick. That the guy's name was Dick. Yeah, uh, so uh, Blake Clark says his name's Dick, it's only Dick, and they're like, like, Cher. Um, and it's not really funny. No, it's not funny at and all. They, and, and it goes on for like two minutes. And the only funny part about it is, at the end, is obviously they're just making shit up on the spot. And I don't remember what Justin Long says, but it's like, he says something very funny. Where he's trying to make more references to the word Dick. And he's like... <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was something like, like, like in the book, the sun also rises. It was like some kind of nonsense like that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. Pretty good, but like, <sighs> why? But the character played by Robert Patrick the, from Terminator Two, the Terminator, is just like they threw him in there, and he wasn't really funny. He like said a racial slur. He was supposed to be a bad guy and then shows the fact that his, like, dick got cut off and he sewed it on himself. And they just do, like, a close-up of, like, a weirdly sewn dick, which is a weird scene to do. Yeah. And, like, I think I was supposed to laugh at that scene, but there wasn't... If he had, like, sewn his balls on above his, like, dick, I probably would have laughed. Like, anything. It was just, like, a, a, a badly sewn penis. Like, that was the joke. But that character... Didn't do anything and then sucked and then was like racist and then was like shitty. And that was obviously another scripted part because they're talking about like the scars they got and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, I was bored the whole time for that. Yeah. And they could have done more ad-libbing with that scene too. Mm -hmm. (sighs) But it just didn't. That was the other one that I was going to talk about too. Yeah. The, The only really good, I think scripted thing was probably the fact that Justin Long talks about getting too high or he got his weed laced or something and then tattooed eyes on the back <laughs> on his eyelids so it looks like he's awake all the time and he, he put his 
he put his hands over his dad's ears. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he didn't know it. Even though uh, he's, like, always smoking a bong. Yeah. And he, he didn't want his dad to know he got high. Um, yeah, I thought that was really funny. That, and I actually did find, even though it was very gross, the scene where they're th- trying to throw up into the shark's mouth. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, well, they did, they did throw up in the shark's mouth. As revenge. That's, like, one of the scenes. <laughs> and, like, that, that got a laugh out of me, but, like, if they even did more of that, it was a CGI shark, by the way. Don't of course. Worry. I know. Yeah, I, I, no, I'm not saying to you. I'm saying to the people who aren't watching this shit. Oh, I thought you were continuing the gag where I don't know how movies are made. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they, they have a few real animals filmed, but it's not them doing the filming. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about Peter Dante and the seal outfit again. <laughs> I, what, is he making a noise or is he just yelling that he's a seal? I don't really know. No, remember. he makes seal noises. Yeah. Fucking. Like, oh. they, they could have done such a good movie where it's like six episodes of the show. First one's the seal stuff and it's Peter Dante giving a thumbs up and then getting eaten by a shark and like stuff like that. He, they and should they have cut kept it over him. the shark stuff. Because he, yeah. he is not in most of the movie. He's only in, like, the yeah. beginning of the end. But if they had kept him and, like, his whole role was to dress up as animals and then he gets his ass kicked by these animals, that would have gotten some good giggles out of me. I would have laughed every time. And then, although it is a very, uh, like, dark way to go, that ending scene with Bigfoot, I that was hilarious and almost made the movie worse because it was so funny yeah that i was like you could have done this the whole time so the movie ends they're filming outside of bigfoot's cave (laughs) and while they're filming bigfoot walks out and they all get scared pull ak-47s out and then fire at bigfoot for like a full minute and then afterwards they're all talking about how the like, yeah. yeah, so it was self-defense, right? And then, like, like, yeah, yeah, of course. He was like, he came out and he said, huh? And then, like, well, no, it was more like, huh, I'm going to get you. And then they, like, tried to work their way up to being like, it's okay that we killed Bigfoot. Yeah. And then when they realize it's an issue, they decide to fake <laughs> Bigfoot suicide and say that he was depressed. Because he lived alone in a cave. Because, yeah, and then they, like, had, like, a... <laughs> Like an actual rope that they brought, and like you could see the gunshot wounds in the Bigfoot costume of this person. And then it cuts to them showing Jeff Garland this, and he's like, What the fuck are you showing me? This is the worst I've ever seen. And it was yeah. it was a super good scene because it showed just how dumb they were, but they stuff like that where they try to like, you know, the only reason Peter Dante got bin was because these are uh these beavers have been like deforested so it's not our fault and then it shows peter dante like stealing sticks from beavers and calling them idiots or something like you you could have made a good movie out of the fact that they're dumb um they kind of didn't do it i thought of another movie or another movie another scripted joke that i did think was really funny uh was when dick gets eaten by piranhas and the next scene shows them sobbing and being very angry at piranhas as they're eating the piranhas (laughs) like punching the piranhas (laughs) Yeah, I like that. And that then, was good. And then someone points out that these piranhas ate Dick, meaning that they're eating him now, and they all start puking. Yeah. And again, that's yeah. mostly played as a stupid dick joke. They should have just had yeah. that one dick joke, because just by itself, that would have been funny. 
But then yeah. They have, ugh, yeah. I mean, there. You're right that there were a lot of wasted moments, and that does make this movie feel like a waste. But then there were so many moments like that. I'm still laughing about Peter Dante in a seal costume. Uh, the thing is, it's an inherently funny idea to have people who aren't good enough to do this type of uh, TV show doing it. Yeah. And they could have done a lot with that idea, and they and they they didn't do that part. They they kind of did. A third of three different movies, you know, one that's a search for Bigfoot, one that's uh, this wilderness TV show, and one that's getting high on an RV. Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> they have some scenes that like don't. I feel like they made jokes and just cut them out at weird. Like when they get to the Mexican border, Alan Covert runs out of the RV saying he can't go through, uh, go through border patrol because he's uh, carrying. Yeah. And then the, on the other side, he's just there, fine. And, like, they don't mention the fact that he was able to sneak through border security before they even got, like, before they yeah. could. That that was a good joke. They also very clearly cut out another freaking border patrol cavity search stupid joke that Happy Madison has done, like, three times now. Yeah. But they did have the, the after effects of Steve Zahn purposely walking funny and stuff like that. Yeah. And not wanting to talk about it. Yeah. Um... Uh, I feel like we're just kind of trashing on this movie, but really, there's no, like, there are no themes really to discuss. And one of the things is, the kind of theme of this is, it's a shoestring budget movie, Mm -hmm. and it's about a shoestring budget group, and you can do stuff with that. Yeah. And I think they really didn't, uh, didn't have their heart in it. No. That's part of it. And they didn't know what they wanted to talk about. I also did feel like a lot of the, some of the cast members, I don't think had good chemistry with the other cast members. Yeah. Um, I I really feel like Justin Long just didn't interact with anybody at all. Cheryl, Ashley Scott, I didn't like her in this movie. I'm sure that they cast her because she was in a stoner movie before that. But she didn't really, either she didn't have a good enough script and lines to make things funny or she wasn't like funny enough to kind of like rib with these guys. But they could have picked a better actress to play this part, like a funnier person, you know? Yeah, I mean, someone known for comedy, maybe, is, yeah. is really, I think, what we're getting at. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It, too much stuff mashed in, not enough cement, or not enough, like, time to uh, ad-lib. So what does this teach us about Adam Sandler? Well, I think it's that someone needs to be running the show, maybe. Um, and that maybe Fred Wolf kind of sucks at writing movies. He's kind of behind a lot of the ones we dislike. What else did he write? Joe Dirt. Uh huh. Dickie Roberts. Okay. Uh, and then he'll he'll write Grown Ups and Grown Ups too. I wonder if David Spade was supposed to star in this one then. I that that's a movie I'd like right there. Yeah, it would have Steve Zahn. I think like no, Steve Zahn can't be a he can't be a mean dude. It doesn't come off as normal. It seems strange and it just seems out of place. You have David Spade telling everyone they're a fucking idiot and that, like, you can't be on this show. And then, like, screaming when, like, a bug gets near him. I'm laughing my ass off. I actually think David Spade would have had the the charisma to pull off that leading role. Oh, yeah. He would have had the charisma to pull it off. Um, uh, Fred Wolf did write Black Sheep, though. Did he write that alone? 
That's that would be my question on that one. Yes. And I'll point out, I haven't seen that movie in maybe 20 years. Well, the thing with Black Sheep is you have two characters. You have David Spade who can play the straight man really well. And that's kind of what they needed in this movie. And then yeah, they didn't Chris, have a straight man. And you have Chris Farley. And the two of them have so much charisma together on screen that it's impossible yeah. almost to write, a, to have a movie that doesn't work with those two you know i i legitimately would have watched a movie where it's they're in a hotel room for an hour trying to like order breakfast <laughs> like it probably would have been a pretty decent flick and i think that's part of it is there's there's no straight man in the movie i'm just saying like that that doesn't work for comedies basically you need something of a straight man you need something of a straight man yeah yeah you either need to let them go with it or let them kind of not go with it yeah. Uh, and the reason I think the Jeff Garland scenes work so well is because he's probably actually the best improv worker there, based entirely on what I know of Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he is. I mean, he he's made me laugh more than anyone, I think, in any of these movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the, the stuff they do there is so perfect. And I think maybe, you know, saying... Why don't you write a script like Larry David does? Idiots is like a really bad way to phrase it because uh-huh. who's who's better at but that? Again, though, too, because Larry David, like how he writes his scripts, a lot of it does rely on that improv. But yeah. the thing with improv is you need a lot of chemistry with the people on screen and they need to be quick witted about it. And there were just some some actors in this movie who didn't have that they weren't up to the task also if you're going to have i think part of part of the issue for this is you have five or six people who are all in this movie that are supposed to be funny um you got to have two or three per scene you can't have them all sitting around you can't follow the jokes well um and I, i i think most of the issues in this have to fall on the directors and the producers and the writing yeah yeah, I agree. Um, and the casting director, so... Yeah. It really proves to me that Adam Sandler is the glue that holds Happy Madison together. Yeah, and that just having that person... I, I think two things make bad uh, art, at least, and that's one everyone or too many people have a say in it. Mm-hmm. And then at times, when one person is too into their own head about how how good some stuff is. Yeah. You really need like that small collaboration and it it just either they didn't I don't know. I don't know exactly the issue. I wasn't there, but like it just didn't come together. I mean that said, it's hard to be funny. So, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, I I mean yes. Again, this is a movie that I would not like be upset if someone said, "Hey, we're going to put this on." Yeah, it's not offensively bad. It's just like kind of boring and they could have done so much better with it and that's what a lot of the reviews that i've seen on imdb say like this could have been a lot better blah 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 it just didn't have it didn't have the magic to make it a cult classic but all of that being said i have actually seen that i didn't realize were clips from this movie before like on youtube like i i had seen all the wilderness clips before and i had seen the scene where they kill bigfoot before I had seen those already on YouTube, and I thought that those scenes were really funny. So taken out of context, a lot of this is really funny. It just wasn't put together the way yeah, it could have been. And I also think them starting from this idea that they did of the the two writers who just liked doing this in their free time, and they went on to like trying to make it a big thing. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it, it's one of those two darling uh, ideas. Yeah. If you want that to be the core of the movie, make it the core of the movie, but don't try to string together a Bigfoot plot to make this work. Yeah, there were some shit. No, they should have, I think, kept the Bigfoot thing. They should have spent more time in the jungle. They should have nixed the racist pygmy stuff. Yeah. Because that didn't even really come up other than, like, the one crew was killed, but they could have been killed by anything. Uh, and they should have, what the the darlings that I think they should have killed were all of the scenes before they get to the jungle. Like, yeah. There were parts, actually, now that I think about it, it in those opening parts where they were, like, just trying to even get to Bill's cabin, that I found boring. Like, I didn't need all that, you know? Yeah, just just cut out all the transition scenes and show a map with an RV moving across it. Yeah, and... Good, decent movie. Put Peter Dante in it more. Have him get get what they think is eaten by a shark, and then they find him like washed up in a river. That would be really funny to me. <laughs> I don't whatever you want to do with yeah, Peter Dante. If he miraculously he sh- survives every attack, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, you know, gets bit by a poisonous snake. You see his face blown up huge, and then he's like, "No, I think it's going down." And then you know, that yeah. whole thing. See, okay, so I know that we we're talking about writing a Happy Madison script after this, or an Adam Sandler mm-hmm. script, or whatever. I kind of want to make this one my personal project because this has so many elements that are like, like almost like it was written for me, like with some of the stupid shit that I like. I kind of want to rewrite it now to make it something even more of the stupid shit that I would like. I'll think. See, I I would love to even take this and, and, you know, when they they say they're going to the jungle, that whole thing, Mm -hmm. if they're just obviously like behind their studio in like a nearby woods and you keep seeing glimpses of the city. Like, even that would have been more funny to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just again, one way or the other. You script it and make it good, or you improv it and, like, show that it's supposed to be kind of slapdash. <laughs> Don't care which. Just do one. Yeah. But yeah, next time, we're watching our 30th movie. Ooh, halfway. Don't mess with the Zohan. It's gonna be good. I'm joking. I saw it in theaters. I don't I remember say, anything about I it. I remember thinking this movie was funny, and now I'm just so worried that it's going to be, like, the most racist movie of all time. I don't trust myself anymore. Yeah. I think I, I'm going to I'm gonna hope for a 6 out of 10. <laughs> hey, that's hopeful. You might be too hopeful. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Laugh at Him Pod. Uh, you can also find our games at wannabegames.com. Like I said, I'm very sad that we don't have a Bigfoot game yet, but I'm thinking about one. Don't you worry. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wannabegames. But instead, why don't you continue to give your money to the Bail Project? Uh, they still need your support. I saw a bunch of people get arrested. Um, in Fort Wayne, in videos in Fort Wayne. And uh, the mayor doesn't seem to really be doing anything about that. And that's really, uh, it's really shitty that they have military police in Fort Wayne arresting people. Um, yeah, don't let that happen. You can see me angrily tweet at the mayor of Fort Wayne on my personal Twitter, at Joska. And I tweet at Kitty Crusade. And you know what? I believe in other than Bigfoot a Loch Ness monster and that you should take my wife please <laughs>